Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to HCG Body Talk on Blog Talk Radio, where we discuss how to achieve the health and body of your dreams one day at a time with HCG Body for Life. How to stay semper fit, fit for life. Please welcome your host, international HCG diet coach, author, and creator of HCG Body for Life, Colin F. Watson. HCG Body for Life, for the body of your life. Hey guys, this is Colin Watson, the ACG Diet Coach and author and creator of ACG Body for Life, and welcome to ACG Body Talk Radio. And today's show, I'm going to talk about probably the subject has never been talked about. And I think I probably have alluded to it in, in other in other shows, just answering people's questions. But um, this this one we're going to really cover. I'm going to really talk about you know the big question, the big the number one question that I get from my coaching clients and emails and people that are going to go through this, this protocol after the very first time is why is why am I not losing like I did the very first time? I'm doing everything I did the first time, and I'm not losing. And, and there are some there are some you know obvious reasons for that, um, which we'll talk about. And then there's some not so obvious reasons about about that we're going to talk about. It. But I really want to cover this subject um, because it is I think it's the number one reason. I think the number one obstacle that will prevent the majority of people who are using this protocol for multiple rounds forever reaching their goal um, because of the frustration um, or disappointment or perceived disappointment um, that they undergo while doing this protocol. And it's really, um, it actually, is really, it's really simple reasons, but, you know, the, the remedy is not so simple, and that's what we want to talk about today. Um, so before I get into the depth of the conversation, I always want to do a sound check to make sure that my audio is working and that you guys can hear me. Um, just, uh, you know, I learned <laughs> it only happened, it has to happen to me one time before I learned this lesson. So every show I do an audio check and until someday that I have an actual, um, uh, what you call a um, person that handles the calls and can actually tell who's going to be calling in and on the calls and they can monitor it for me and do the sound checks for me, I'll be doing it myself. So if you're on the line and you've been here before, if you haven't been here before, if you press 1 on your phone, that actually signals me with a, a waving yellow hand that tells me that you can hear me or if you have a question, and thank you. And then you push, press 1 again, it puts it down, that lets me know that, that at least your hand will be up and it lets me know that you guys can hear me okay. And I'm getting a lot of hands going up, so thank you very much for helping me out. So this is probably, I want to say, probably one of the most important shows that I've done in quite some time. And, and, and the reason why I'm so passionate about it, because it is something that I had to experience. And instead of it being something that my clients are experiencing, it's something that's, you know, theory versus my client's feedback, physically is something that I had to experience. And, um, and, and, and that's why it's really important. Because I think that if you really, you know, you can teach something based on, you know the, the you know the results of the masses, but it really becomes you really own it when it's um, 
when it when it happens to you. And for me, you know, I've done this protocol multiple times, and and I've done it for you know obviously in the beginning for for pure you know fat loss and getting in shape and being astonished, and and now this being my life purpose to experimenting to see what I could, how I could make it better and what I could get away with, honestly. I wanted, I wanted like you, like many of you, to figure out if there was a way to cheat the system or make it easier because that is the, that is the mentality of many people that, you know, just, if you give me a shortcut, it'll just make it easier for me. So I tried to see <clears throat> how many shortcuts I could take in order to make it better or if there was a way to shorten it or, or, or make it even more powerful than it was. And, and and we had some we got some really great feedback and great results and I think it was what allowed us to create ACG Body for Life, um, which which I have now proven to myself is is the best of it's the best the best it's going to get, and that's why uh, a, a month or two ago I I, de- I declared that I was going to do my final ACG round ever, and I made that very bold statement which was a very terrifying statement to to make. Um, because this is my life. This is what I do for a living. I'm in, you know, I do videos. I do, I'm in the public eye. I speak. I mean, so it's obviously that if I, I, I would have to live in integrity and, and, and basically, um, you know, follow my own life plan and follow my own advice. Now, the reason I, reason why I was, I, there's two reasons why I was able to do that. One, because for the first three years after finishing the protocol, I had no problem maintaining my weight. I stayed within two or three pounds of my end weight for three years. Started experimenting with the with the book, and with that the psychology of experimenting, then I could let myself go and I had to gain some weight in order to lose some weight, and got into that rhythm for a couple of years of, of of research, and then realized that you know what, even though I never got pushed myself in that nearly back to where I, where I was when I started, but the point was I still had anywhere from a I call the uh, you know the um, you know the ten to fifteen pound anvil that just seems to come you know that could easily come back if you go unconscious. And so finally, I said, you know what? I've done all the experimenting I can do. My wife is like, Colin, you know what? You know, every six months you're doing another experiment, but you know, our life changes dramatically when you do that. I mean, that's you know, a good three months out of our life that you when you when you're doing the all all the phases. You know, we gotta, you know, are you gonna continue to do this? I said, no, I'm done. I'm gonna do this. So I saw, I, I you know, I you know, went off to do my final round. And like many of many of you guys, I figured my final round would be similar to the rounds that I've done before. Now, now granted that most of the experimental rounds I did, I, I only needed to do 26 days. I mean, for me, 26 days, you know, got me lean and ripped, and you know, I had six packs. And I, I mean, I looked to the naked eye. I, I, there was definitely no reason for me to be dieting, but there were some hidden things that I knew that still weren't back to the to the level of fitness that I have experienced that I experienced in the beginning. Um and I you know the body fat percentage that I experienced in the beginning. So there was a part of me in the back of my head that even though I could I looked good in the mirror, I felt relatively comfortable as far as um my hypocrisy, if you will. I mean I felt like I was integrity with myself as far as the way I looked. Um, my lifestyle was in integrity, but I still knew that I was not at the level of fitness that I've, I've experienced. And it's one of those things I say it could be a blessing or a curse, that once you experience your real body, your true body within, the level of fitness, fitness you can have at any age, and you have revealed that to yourself, it is a blessing because it, it finally you know takes the monkey off your back that you know that you can actually accomplish this and you finally conquer this this weight thing. But on the other hand, it's a curse because if, you're, if, you, if you live outside of that perfect picture of yourself, there's a part of you that kind of knows that you're still not you're still not doing a hundred doing it a hundred percent, and depending on who you are and your type of personality, that may not be a big deal. 
But for me, I don't, I don't, I can't say I've always been a perfectionist by any stretch of the imagination. But I've become more OCD or more perfection, more of a perfectionist as I've gotten older. And just a part of me just kept there was there was, there was one thing, there was just one thing that I could not um, bury or cover up in my own psyche, and that's the tape measure. You see that your clothes will lie to you to some degree. Well, the clothes will allow you to feel comfortable and allow you to actually live outside of your comfort zone, uh, live outside of uh, you know. Oh yeah, your comfort zone because it depends on how they feel, how they fit. So for me, in my closet, I have I'm a jean hoe now because I used to be a suit guy uh, when I was in the mortgage and real estate business. And now I'm a jeans and t-shirt guy. So usually when my wife and I are shopping, I'm shopping for jeans and t-shirts. I'm a, I'm an affliction you know fanatic, uh, you know a fan. So I got tons of affliction stuff, and then I got tons of jeans. And all my jeans don't, they range from 31 waist to 32 waist. I have nothing above that. Um, and but you know the different jeans come in different cuts, and so you can have a pair of jeans that one fits slimmer or tighter than the other, and the other ones fit looser. But they're all within the same size. And so I think that the the thing that you can let yourself let you fool yourself, if you will, is as long as you're staying with inside your your jeans, and you just shift from the ones that get tight as you gain some weight, and you shift to the ones that are looser. So you have them, and they kind of layered out in your closet, just like your closet maybe today with the size eight you were in, you know, last year, or and now you're in a size ten, and then you have the size fives or fours, or whatever, and you're so you have them layered out, and you kind of shift as you go down or up. Well, I have that in my closet. But it was the one thing I couldn't get past. It doesn't matter every time I did a protocol or not. When you, you know, I follow my own advice. I tell you, you got to take body body measurements. You got to weigh you know, weigh yourself every day. But the body measurements, I mean, the neck, the biceps, the quads, all that stuff, the calves are relative. I mean, it's like you know what? For guys, the bigger they are, the better. The better. For women, the smaller they are, the better. But your waistline is the one thing that you really could. You, you, you the number doesn't. Let me tell you what it is. So you can actually have a waistline um, of 34, 35, and still, you know, actual actual measurement. If you're using a measure, if you're using a measuring uh, tape, and still fit into a pair of 34, I mean, 32 inch jeans, and that was the case where I would do measurements. I would start my protocol be 36. If I put it on, I was like, wow, 36. How's that? I can still fit in my jeans, and then I'd go back down to a 34, and I'd be done with my protocol. But when I ended my very sec, my second round, when I got really, really ripped up. Um, my body fat percentage was in the 8% range or so, and I had a 32. Literally, I had, I'd done my, the reason why I knew that for sure is because I did, I did my, my life insurance. I changed my life insurance um, policy because I was a smoker. I was overweight. I had high blood pressure, so I, my life insurance premiums were outrageous. And so when I lost the weight, lost my life insurance guy said, you need to redo your policies, man. You probably can save a ton of money. You don't longer smoke. That's going to save you money, and you look like you're in better shape. So I, my premium dropped by three hundred and something dollars a month. It was ridiculous. I had the same premium close to what my wife was paying, and the lady did my vitals and she took my blood and she did my waist. She goes thirty-two inch waist, and she did. She went around with the tape. And I said thirty-two inch waist. I mean, it actually measures thirty-two, and she did it again, and with the tape measure, it was thirty-two. So it, you know, over the last two or three years, you know, I've always stayed, you know stayed in relatively good shape. I mean, to everyone else, I'm in really good shape, but to me. The difference between the 34 inches on the tape measure and 32 inches on the tape measure bothered me. And it just quietly bothered me. It wasn't like an obsession. I mean, I lived with it, obviously, but it bothered me. And this is the thing. I think all of us have a place. It's something about us that when it's just not right, it bothers you. And that could be a good thing because obviously it led me to this point today. So 
that was one of the reasons why I just said, I think I'm going to do my last round, because in the back of my head, I still wanted to get back to the results that I got the very first time. And 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 that was one of the, the, the nagging question that a lot of people had. Is, why, why can't I seem to do like I did the first time? Why can't I seem to get the results I did? So this was kind of my my quest to get back to see if I could produce the results I did the very first time around and or the second time around. And I say the second time, but the first time around was when I first lost the weight, but I, I still wasn't muscular and lean enough. And then I that's when I decided to go, you know, there's got to be something different to this. I gotta, maybe I can try something different. And that's when I felt comfortable to try something different because I was no longer – I actually liked at – least, at least I was happy with the way I looked. Now I just wanted to perfect it. So I, I felt a little bit more leeway or latitude to break some of the rules and, and exercise and do what have you to get what we got. So just give me a little backstory. We got 90 minutes, so I'm going to use this use a good portion of it just to give you a really good um, idea of. I like to tell, I like to tell the people the truth. I like to give you a you know the give you the good, the bad, and ugly, so you don't walk around you know with you know pipe dream expectations and 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 living in a place of disappointment all the time. So I sat off. I thought I sought out to do this protocol on the first of um, February. So this has been day four, day 48 for me in phase two. And when we say we say, why are you on it for 48 days? Because as you've, some of you have maybe heard me, t- I'm one of the very few people, actually I'm the only person that I, have ever, that I ever hear telling people, if you really want to change your life, change your body, change your metabolism, you need to take this protocol to the end. You need to take it to where it stops you, you don't stop it. And that, and that depends on whatever it takes. Um, now, did I expect that that – I expected really that end to come really quick. I figured I only had maybe 20 pounds of loot after loading, but I'd be on it maybe 26 days, and I'd hit the wall and, 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 and be done with it. But, no, given all the advice I'd given other people, I should have known a little bit better. But I figured I'm the AC diet coach. I do this thing with perfection. I work out like a banshee. I run 20 miles a week. I'm going to get better results than anybody else. And with that theory, and that was a relatively good theory based on my level of activity. So what I what happened was it was shocking, but it was actually the best education that I could get being in the position that I'm in. And that's why I'm here telling you today. So I'm at day 48. Day 48 and 23 and a half pounds of fat and 1.2 pounds of lean muscle mass. And this time around, not only did I do my measurements and, and, and do everything that I tell everybody else to do, I actually, you know, because I have a personal trainer, I'm in the gym, I actually utilize their, you know, very expensive body fat calibrating machines from the very beginning to, you know, every week, taking my body fat percent every week to this point, so I know exactly how much muscle mass I was losing because that is still, I think, one of the most most remarkable part about this protocol compared to any other diet on the planet, how it preserves lean muscle and the fact that I want to know how much body fat I was losing, how much water composition I had, how much lean muscle mass, because it gave me an idea as I kept going every week really how much more fat I had to lose and how much how, how much was my number that I wanted to reach in my head was that a realistic number based on the on the mass and the science and so that's what I've been doing this round and so people would think if I told people those results and they they would look and go well, that, that doesn't sound real good I mean 23 and a half pounds in 48 days I mean I thought I was supposed to lose a pound a day and uh so I was like you know so it was it's really kind of broke down that all of the Theories that I had, and all of the um, 
and, and, and the made sense science from what I've done by researching this protocol did did come to fruition, made sense. And that's why I wanted to do this show, let people know that, you know what, your second or third or any ultimate, you know, subsequent round of, of this protocol is not that it's worse. It's just different, and there's a reason why it's going to be different. Um, and I'm going to give you some reasons for that, some really concrete scientific reasons for that, which really should hopefully make you feel better about your progress. Now, this is all this is all given if, in fact, that you're following the protocol exactly the way we've laid it out. If you know you're Mickey Mousing around and you know you're eating stuff that you're not supposed to be eating and you know that you're kind of like not really – doing anything different other than you're not working out, you're not drinking your water, you're just, just kind of going through the motions or making the same mistakes you made in the very beginning and don't know you're making the same mistakes, or if you're following the original protocol, um, which is some, which I've kind of proven that, you know, depending on where you are in the world, that um, especially here in the, in the States, you're going to have a lot of stalls along the way, and it's going to be challenging because um, of the protein deficiency. But even if you believe that or not, the bottom line is you're, you're – even with the original protocol, you're going to have different results, and there's a reason for it. So what I was, so I'm looking like, I'm like, wow, if the average, if the average that lost a half a pound a day for a man, that's relatively that would that would be considered low in the if you're doing it for the first time, definitely low. But you know, but now we're figuring out there's there's a reason for this. That would be around the success the success that the average woman would have on this protocol. Women lose less um, weight than men because of our muscle mass. But these are the statistics, though. When I first did this protocol, the very first time I did this protocol, and I did my body fat percentages and I did my weight, you know, I weighed close to 240 pounds, and I was a 33.5% body fat when I started. And I lost 43 pounds in 37 days. Um, I mean, just shattering freaking numbers, okay? Tons of body fat. I went from the first round from 33% body fat to roughly about 12% body fat. And then I did my second round, I went from 12% body fat to close to 8% body fat. Now, the leanest I've ever been in, in my adult life. So the reason why that's important is because this is a diet protocol that its main purpose or function is to mobilize fat, to have you use it as energy, and thus using that energy, burning up more calories, which allows you to burn in excess of the, your normal BMR. So if you know that you need to burn 3,500 calories to get to lose a pound of fat, in order for you to, to average a pound of fat, you'd have to be able to access 3,500 calories or more um, in order to do that. As you lose more fat from your fat reserve, your body fat percentage goes down. As your body fat percentage goes down, you have less fat to access. So when you come back to redoing this protocol again, people don't realize that when you do it the first time, you're losing – one thing, not only is it a shock to your system, your, your body is finally getting some help to release the fat stores because your body is not used to accessing the fat stores for any reason. They're still waiting around for a rainy day or, I mean, a de, you know, desert island, you know, three months on a desert island to actually realize you're starving before it lets you access it. I mean, so in most cases, you're not really ever accessing that fat reserve. It's there for life-preserving, life if you will. So now you have a hormone that's forcing your body to access to, to empty that 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 um, that vault and pump it into pump it into your body to the tune of two, three, and sometimes four thousand calories a day, depending on your size and how much body fat you have. So as you deplete that, so you're losing you're losing inches from all over your body and you're shrinking. And then you say you end your round, you go into phase three, you go to phase four, and say you lost forty pounds. 
in your first round and you stop for six months and over that six months you gain back maybe 10 or 15 pounds you're like oh you know i need to go back and do this protocol again the thing you need to take into consideration and that's why it's really important to do body weight measurements but now even more important to do body fat percentages in the beginning and every time since that is because you will find out that your body fat percentage is nowhere near where it was the very first time. That means the amount of fat that you have to res- in your reserve that's going to be pumped into your, into your bloodstream and into your body for access to energy is going to be coming out in smaller doses. So if in the beginning, if you were getting three to 4,000 calories of, store, of your own stored fat to burn as energy and therefore you burning up 3,500 calories or more per, you know, per day, you were being able to burn, lose a pound of fat a day or more. Now you're getting less of those calories because your reserve, your reserve thinks, look, it is, it is a reserve tank. You know, it's designed to not – when you have a motorcycle or a car and you have your main gas tank, and then you have that – when your gas light goes on, you have the reserve tank. That reserve tank never gets touched until your tank signals to it that it's empty. And now we need we need you to help us get those last you know four or five or six miles to get us to a gas station. It's kind of the same concept. So as you're as you you've emptied your tank somewhat, it's now looking like okay, I have some more fat there. I got plenty of fat to lose, and you still may have thirty, forty, fifty pounds to lose. But the point is, is that now it's a lot less reserve, and your body's not being shocked as it was by getting all these all this perfect storm happening at the same time. You're getting a hormone releasing fat. You're suddenly no longer putting sugars and complex carbs and and starches and and chemicals into your system, your heart, your lungs, your your liver, your kidneys, no longer overworked in order to try and process all these toxins in the body. Everything is starting to get detoxed and filtered out. So there's, the process is now, it's been a shock, a perfect storm. The second time around, it goes, okay, I've I kind of been here before. I, I remember this. And so it's not so much freaked out, but it also you still have to dial everything in. So to give you some, you know, some retrospect, so this time when I started the protocol, I was – a little under 17% body fat, almost half of what I was before, okay? And now I'm, today, I'm, today I'm at 11%, body, 11.4% body fat. So, and I'm not stopping until I get to where my body fat, I believe my lowest body fat, until, until, until the protocol stops me. Hence, why am I here at day, day um, 48? Because I'm not there, and it's been a slow process, but I, every day I keep going. So I'll tell you why. I'll tell you what happened along the way. The things that the things that a lot of you guys experience that I only experience through your eyes because I've always done I've always done 26 days and and I've never had to redo it again to the point where I wanted to get to. So in this round, I actually had moments of in the 48 days I had moments where my body weight didn't change. I remember I had if I did a show about the the weight set point um, stall. And this is someone. I'm someone who runs. I do, I do cardio. I do four miles every other day. So Jay and I clock about 24 miles a week um, in running. I'm almost, you know, almost doing a marathon, if you will, a week. And um, I literally went 10 days where my body weight, my net total, my net weight. That means losing, get, bouncing, you know, you know, edema weight, losing back and forth. My net weight was like three three pounds over that 10 10 days. I did Apple Day. I would lose two pounds, come back the same that same weight. That was a weight set stall I had to go through, push through it. Never had one that stubborn before. I've had clients had it that stubborn, but I never personally had one that stubborn before. So when I looked at my numbers on day 20, I'm like, you know, I lost a lot, you know, good chunk of, you know, 10, 12, 13, 14 pounds the first, you know, 10 days, and then it slowed down. And then it really slowed down. So that means you're talking about if I lost 12 pounds the first 12 days, 
and I'm now on day four, day 48, right? I was losing literally two, three pounds a week, which would be the normal weight loss in pounds for a normal diet. This is where people go, why do I bother doing this diet? It's, it's, it's no better than any other diet. But what was happening, because I was taking my body fat percentages um, every single week, I was still dropping good numbers in body fat, anywhere from 1% to 2% in body fat per week, which would allow me to that, – that was proof to me that not only was my body fat going down and my inches were going down because my inches were, you know, I stayed at, you know, 36, I went to 35, stayed at 35, then all of a sudden I went from 35 to 33, and I'm almost to where I want to go, right, 33 and a half. So this was, I was like, you know, I'm talking about 33-inch waist. So, you know, I was at 36 and a half, almost 37, went to 33, 33 and a half. When you're talking about real numbers, when you put it above your, above your belly button, you, let, you relax, let everything out, and you see exactly what your inches are. So... This was really good information for me because I realized that if anyone else, it'd be pretty frustrating. I could see why I was pretty frustrated. And it actually was getting frustrating for me, too, because I was kind of going, what the heck is going on? I mean, I'm, I'm, I am the elite you know, athlete when it comes to HE, HE weight loss. I think I'm doing more than anybody out there. I should be getting better numbers. But then I realized what was going on with my body and the fact that my body was symmetrically coming into line. I mean, visually in the mirror, after you get past that first, 10, 15 days where it just takes a while to catch up. And all of a sudden you start noticing this belly is going flat and it's getting flatter and flatter and the abs are coming back. But it, to me, it was getting beyond looking and seeing the six-pack. And I've done that plenty of time. It was literally about getting body fat percentage. And I think if you're on my other show I did a couple weeks ago talking about there's a difference between a flat stomach and there's a difference between a flat stomach. There's a real flat stomach and there's an illusion of a flat stomach. And if you're really living in integrity, if you want if you want what you want and you know what you want, it's anyone's pers- it's everyone's personal journey then you're going to push past it. And this this show is about. I want you guys to realize that that the ultimate the ultimate um out, the ultimate outcome of this show is that you can have the best results you've ever had in your life, or even better results you had in your past. But it's going to be different, and it's going to make it may take a little longer. But the point is that if you knew if you knew if you were guaranteed that you would get what you wanted, all you had to do was just stick it out a little bit longer. Would it make it easier for you to do that? And that's what I'm hoping to give you some information, some insight on this. So as I got closer, as I every every week, you know, even though when it was moving slower, I was frustrated. I was frustrated, but the only thing that kept me kept me, you know, going was the fact that you know I look in the mirror and go, okay, yeah, I'm still getting leaner, but I'm not there yet. And I'm not stopping until my body says stop. And I had my wife going, you know, and I would go, you know what, I know it's hard for you. And maybe I should just, you know, she's like, you know what, Colin, I, you know and I know what you look like. Where you, I know where you want to go and you know what you want to go. And you're not there yet. You're close. You look great. Yes, nobody, nobody will look at you and say anything that you're not freaking in stellar shape, in stellar shape for any age. But you're not where you want to go. And you know that, so you know what. And this, you said this is your last. You said this is your last go round. You you don't want to stop. And I said thanks for being supportive. Cool. But there's a difference. All of a sudden, there was a difference. All of a sudden, it was like just within the last week, last seven days or so, there was like a huge, like I can't really explain it, but there was just like a huge change in my body symmetry. It, all of a sudden, it was like after those ten days before that, and two weeks before that, of just. It's just being really stubborn and, and doing the measurements every week and going, well, it's like a half an inch here and a quarter inch there. Then all of a sudden, it just went, it just shifted. It was like weird. And to the point where I started going into my closet and I started pulling out, you know, putting on my jeans that shifted to the smaller ones. And I did that and I put on one. I, wow, these are kind of, these are comfortable. So I put on the very first pair of jeans that I bought the very first day I went shopping to um, for new clothes. 
And I, and I haven't told the stories in a long time, but I went, to, you know, I went to get new new clothes, went to the store, get new jeans, and the lady came to help me, and she said, you know, well, can I help you? What size are you looking for? And I said, I don't know, 34, 34, and it's for 34 because you have to understand, I came from a 38, and all I, I mean, to me, 34 would be like 34 was like a dream come true, and um, she said, okay, she. Threw a bunch of styles of 34, and she put it, gave them to me, and I put them on, and they were huge. I'm like, are you sure these are 34? And she said, yeah, look at the tag, they're 34. And she gave me another pair, they were huge. I mean, I could literally just button, zip them up, and pull them off. I'm like, okay, well, maybe a 33. And she brought me 33s. I did this whole dance again, and I said, okay, 32. She brought me 32. Now, 32 started to fit, and and, and they but they weren't tight. I mean, they fit perfect. They were great. I mean, there was no muffin, nothing hanging over. My stomach was flat. I mean, it was perfect, and I was in shock. And, uh, and then my wife, Janie, said, here, I found these these cheese pants, and they're, they're 31s. I mean, but, you know, I don't know. You you may still be losing weight. I don't know. And then she put 31s on, and 31s fit perfectly. And it's the same. And the 31s are the same jeans that I took the picture in in my after picture that's on my website and on my before and after shots. Um, and I put those jeans on just this weekend. And I got to tell you that there's a there's a feeling that comes about you and it's just this weird switch in your psyche and your personality and your in your feeling about yourself. But I put on those jeans, nothing's hanging over. It looks I look great in them. And I and I'm still thinking to myself, I'm not even where I want to be yet. And this is crazy. I'm in these freaking jeans and they're not even, there's nothing tight about them. I mean my legs were a little tight. I'm like, well, that's a good thing cuz my legs have gotten bigger. So I'm like going, this is crazy, right? But the, you know, here I was just frustrated going, you know, thinking to myself, Man, I got to tell people I've been on this thing for 48 days and lost 24 pounds. I mean, that doesn't seem hypey enough. Really, doesn't seem very inspiring. But you know, it's the type of weight you're losing and why it's why it's coming off slow. It's really important. I think this is probably the most important message I can give anybody that is doing this not for the first time. If you're doing it for the first time, I'm telling you, you follow the plan. And that's why I tell people, stick with it for as long as you can. Get to your goal if you can. If you can. Now, granted, if you have 100 pounds or 150 pounds, that would be a lot of months of doing this protocol and getting a little bit of diet fatigue. And you know what? And really, I think the longest I've had anybody do this is for 120 days. Um, and you want to take a break. But for those of us that are under, you know, sub 100 pounds, I think realistically you can get all the weight off in the first round. The reason why, because your body is in is in optimal shape, optimal response mechanism, optimally willing, and your mind, psyche, emotional commitment, everything is 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 that perfect storm, and you can get to your goal. I think in, with a higher level of success. But if you're going to be like most of us, it, there's going to be a time that either you don't get to your goal and you have to do it again, or you get to your goal and you don't learn your lesson and you have to have life's Smack you in the face again, and you got to come back and do it again. It doesn't mean you're a piece of shit. This means, guess what? We need, all need to realize that at some point to make that shift where we go, you know what? Enough. I know this works. I'm going to get into the body of my life. I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to make these modifications. It's not that difficult to give up some of this crap that I'm eating. It's not good for me anyway. And once in a while, I have it. And I'll, but in the majority of my life, I'm going to just eat. Eighty percent of my life, I'm going to eat, eat, eat the way I've been, eat the way I've just learned how to eat. And then once in a while, I have the, have this stuff. And, and guess what? My body won't mind that. It's when I do it all the time. And that's really as easy as it is, but it's 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 harder, easier said than done. So 
but that's like, I mean, let's get back to the psychological thing. I mean, there was just, I was, there was like a pep in my step. I was kind of just going, wow, you know what? And I'm thinking, and it just was that it was, is what I needed to go, guess what? If I have to go another 15 days or 10 days or 20 days or 30, who cares? The point is that the proof is showing up. The results are showing up. It's, and I had, a, you know, I had my, my, uh, my stepson who lives with me now. I, I, I'd, um, walked upstairs, came back from a run, I think, or I came back from a workout and I walked upstairs and he's like, Dude, Colin, you're getting freaking ripped. And my son, who's 13, who you know, he's not, he, you know, he's he's trying to get his Taylor Lautner on, and you know, he's doing his push-ups and pull-ups. He's, he's trying to get some pecs on. I mean, and he's like, Dad, man, he's like, man, you, you're freaking ridiculous, dude. I mean, really, you're ridiculous. I, I mean, people, I mean, you know, his mom is on the East Coast, and he goes to visit. He's like, man, they they just can't get over how freaking amazing, good shape you are. And it feels good. He's like, my kids telling me this. But for me, it's, I'm telling you, it all doesn't matter what people tell you. It doesn't really matter. You know, that stuff feels good and everything. But ultimately, if your insides aren't working with your outsides, or if you have, if you're not, if you're not in integrity with yourself or how you know you should look or feel, it, that stuff doesn't stick around very long. You got to really, and so that's what you know. The feeling that I was going through, and that pep in my step, and and you know, and and looking in the mirror, going, "Wow, this I mean, these jeans. I mean, this is my tightest jeans I had, and they fit perfect. Everything else in my." My closet fits perfect, um, or it may be loose. So I have my loose and have my, you know, I have my category still. But these were the ones. These were the jeans that changed my life, and I'm in them with with looking the same as I did before. And to me, I'm obviously not there yet, so I'm going to even look better. So it was a, it was a big deal. So I started. I realized this conversation needed to be had because this this is really the breaking point. If if the average dieter the average person who did this protocol had to go through what I just went through for the 48 days. They wouldn't be here 48 days because now I had two lengthy stall weight set weight set stalls that were beyond even my understanding, you know, beyond my own manipulating, if you will. I had to literally weigh them out. I did my running. I did my apple days. I, I mean, I ate clean. I, you know, anything that I was eating, like I, I was having, I had uh, Melba toast this, this, this round, and all of a sudden I'm getting rid of the Melba toast. I see. I told you that you need to leave the Melba toast alone because they hinder you. I mean, I started, you know, pointing at things that were, were causing the problem, and literally it was the fact that hormonally, body fat percentage wise. And the number, the amount of body fat that I had to access to get to where I needed to go was, was I was getting fewer calories from my storage fat, eating my same calories and working out that my that my body fat, my my body could not produce 3,500 calorie deficit on a daily basis for me to hit those numbers. The math just didn't work, and and that's okay. The bottom line is you let your body do what it's going to do because you're still getting the results. And if I didn't take body fat percentages every week and I didn't take measurements every week and I only used one barometer, which a lot of people do, the biggest mistake people do, they, they don't even look at the tape measure. They don't, they don't bother to either get body fat measurements done. They just look at that scale. If I had to look at that scale, there would be no way for me to rationale why I should even stay on this protocol. Because if you figure after 10 days of um, – I remember I looked. I remember looking at it. Last week I went. You know what? I looked. I could have my my weights, my daily weights. I looked at this. I looked at my weight at I think a week ago, and I looked at it. I looked at it on the first. So it was like the fifteenth almost, and it was the first. I was like, I'm still within the same two pounds of what I was on the on the first of the month. I'm only a two. There's only a two and a half pound difference really in number on the fifteenth. That's almost two weeks where I really kind of only net lost three pounds. I said. Something's wrong with that picture, and I know, but my body fat percentages went down over those two weeks almost three and a half percent. So, 
I was like, you know what, Colin? Look at you guys start the way stop the way you're looking at it. And stop looking like your clients look at it and look at the way you're supposed to look at it from a professional point of view and do the math and make sense of it. And this is what this is why we're having this conversation. So so now on day forty eight, I feel great. You know, Jay and I are running, you know, we're running together now, our pace is pretty pretty close. Um, you know, our times and our miles are getting you know, faster and faster. My body fat is going down, you know, at its slower pace, but it's going down Per, I, you know, everything's divine timing. It's perfect. Um, and I see where I see, for the first time in a long time, I actually see where I'm actually I'm actually going to pr- either reproduce or even improve on the on the very best results I ever had on any 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 round of, of ACG I've ever done. But it's different that it not only did it not only did it take longer, that I had to really kind of um, implement all of these all of the data. Because if I only implemented one one part of the data, it would have been very, very disappointing and very discouraging. And I probably would have just said, you know what, this is fine the way I look. No one's going to look at me and say anything about the way I look because I look better than 80% of the people my age for sure. Um, and maybe better than some of the people that aren't my age. So I shouldn't have anything to complain about. But it didn't that didn't matter because for me, the tape measure doesn't lie. And I could not bury that I could not just find a place to bury that lie within my head that you know what okay yeah your 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 waist is two inches bigger than it was at your very best weight but you still look the same no dude sorry yeah ultimately if you have two inches two inches of girth on your midsection even if it's, even if it's evenly put around your waist that's just telling you you still have body fat more body fat on you than you did that you did you know five years ago and that's and, and that and, and did you really want to see if this protocol can take? Is it a matter? Does it, is it about your age? Is it now you're going to say, well, I was forty, you know, seven then. Now I'm fifty one, almost going to be fifty two. You know, I have more muscle mass than I have then, so maybe I shouldn't weigh less. I mean, I could I could have the conversation, make a really good argument to anybody else, but I can't make that argument to myself because I really believe in my heart that it doesn't matter how old you are that you can be in the very best, and I'm talking about the very best shape of your life. And there is really good shape. There is the, the perfect physique for you, and there is the one that you're willing to, willing to live with and the one that everyone else thinks is great. And, and that's fine. I'm not saying that everyone needs to be a specimen. Everyone needs to try and, and to, to create athletic results. You're perfect for you is whatever your perfect is. I'm only speaking about me here. I'm only speaking about what's, what was important to me and the fact of just sheer knowing that I had, had been to a certain level of fitness at one point in time that wasn't, it wasn't when I was 20 years old. It was just literally four or five years ago that – um, that I had, you know, my waist was literally a true 32-inch waist, and it didn't matter if I fit in the same clothes or not, but the tape measure did not say 32-inch waist, so really, those jeans may 30, say 32, and you can say you wear 32, but ultimately, your your waist is 34 above. That's the truth, right? So you, you want to be, you want to live in that truth and kind of be in the gray area and be okay with that? That's okay. Or you want to not? That's the conversation I'm having with myself. And that's why I said I'm doing this protocol. It's the last time I'm doing it. And the reason why I said the last time I'm doing it, it's not because it doesn't work, not because I'm you know sick of it, not because it's because I know how to maintain my weight. I know how to live my lifestyle. 
And if I don't start living my lifestyle, and I, then I'm never going to be able to teach you guys how to live your lifestyle. But, I, you know, I've proven to myself that phase two is about as perfect as I can get it. First of all, I, someone else may come up and make it better than me. But I think, I think I've spent more time than any one human being on the planet when it comes to this particular protocol, how it works and how it doesn't work and who it works for, and teaching people and walking people through, te- tweaking it on their own to make it work for them. I don't think, I don't know of anybody else on the planet that's actually spent that much time with this particular protocol. And I believe phase two is about as good as going to get. Now, do I believe that the phase four of life, that's where my passion is going to now. This is how we maintain our, how we, how we maintain our weight, maintain, make it, make it easy, make it a lifestyle that's easy for us to do. How do I, you know, how do I, you know, Everything I could do for the anti-aging process so I can look the, the best I look at 50 is I look just as great at 60 and just as great at 70 because I have mentors and people that I know. And one of the guys I follow a lot, I mean, Dr. Life, I don't know if you've seen it, uh, Jeffrey Life, the guy that's 74 years old and, and, and looks like he's a freaking bodybuilder. And people want to blame it on, you know, growth hormone, but you can't, and testosterone. But ultimately, at 74 years old, you still got to push up the weight. You still got to You still got to make all those things come together to, to keep that and maintain that kind of a body. His first book he did when he came out, The Life Plan, was almost 10 years ago when he got was 64 years old. So he's maintained this kind of physique, not even better, at 74 years old. Well, those are the kind of people that I that I want to emulate, that 70 and 80, that I, that I, that I look like this guy looks. I look very close to how I look today, just older, you know, because I really believe that we all have the ability to to. Um, live a stronger, healthier life. And the thing is, I went through my photos. Um, I was just going through my photos on my on my uh, computer to change my Facebook photo, my Facebook profile. And I saw a picture of myself in my 30s, and I saw a picture of myself in my 40s. And I look better in my 50s than I did in my 30s. I mean, in my 30s, I mean, I was soft and just freaking had no muscle mass. I mean, I had pot belly, and I'm thinking, my God, at what, what point did I really think that I was in really good shape? <laughs> those years those years ended in college, it looked like, and I went 20 years just being a doughboy. Um, so, I mean, to know that I look, feel better today than I did when I was 30s is, is really healthy. So that the bottom line of this conversation, guys, is that every product, every round you do is going to be a different journey. And you're going to have to look at it in a different way. You cannot take the successes or the failures from your first one and and wrap them into your future because you will be sorely disappointed. You will talk yourself out of really achieving the goal in the body of your life if you do that. And then it's going to – for some of you, it may come off just the same. But for most of you, it won't. It's going to come off differently. It's going to come off slower in some cases. And you're going to want to have all of the data – to know exactly how your body is processing this protocol. It works, and it works perfectly. It just works differently when it has less of the fuel to access to work with. Um, and that's really the, the, the short of it. And I've, had, I've, I've talked to hundreds and hundreds of people that experienced this before I physically experienced it because I, I'm telling you, it was easy for me. The first couple of rounds were easy. And every, every other round after that I've done, it's always been easy. It's always been, you know, 26 days, got to where I wanted to go. But the, but the caveat was, I stopped because I looked good versus stopping to where my where I really wanted to be, and um and that and, and that's kind of that's kind of the thing that I tell people you don't want to do. So I wanted to you know call myself out on that one, and and that's why I'm doing my protocol now and taking it one day at a time, 
to get where I have to go until the light, till the lights, the alarms start going off in my body and start saying, you have no more fat, you have no more fat, you're starving, you're hungry, you're fatigued, and you hit the wall. That is the perfect, that is the, that is the end perfect storm that tells you that you have exhausted all your body fat reserve, that you are literally at your ideal body weight, that you're at your body, the best body fat percentage you can be at physically at your age, no matter how old you are, a man or woman, um, and that this is where you want to calibrate and lock in your new weight set point. Then you need, then you need to implement your phase four of life, which has got to be a change of lifestyle, guys. If you go back to eating the same crap you ate before that got you to where you're going, you will undo everything you've done. And that's the thing that you the weight doesn't come back the same in the same place at the same at, at the same ratio as the day when you lost it. And that's why you can gain 10, 15 pounds and your clothes still fit. And then you can gain 20 pounds, and all of a sudden they don't fit there. Now they're just too uncomfortable and too tight. It's because the weight is just it's being distributed evenly, and then all of a sudden it starts going back to the problem areas. And um, and that is kind of like you know, one of the other, you know, the curses of this protocol is that most weight loss protocol, when you lose weight, you kind of gain it back in that one problem area first, and then the other ones. This one, it literally creeps back on you all over your body. And you, you visibly, visibly cannot see it in the mirror. It visibly doesn't show up on your clothes until it's too late. Until you hit that one pound or two pound outside of the place where you go, wait, wait a minute, I just gained 15, 20 pounds. How did that happen? And then you have to either choose at that point to stop <laughs> um, and reverse it, or you just let it keep going and going and going. So that's kind of the, 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 the conversation I wanted to have. I want to open up the lines for any of you guys that have any questions or comments about the topic I talked about or any other topic. But I really wanted to bring this to you and explain to you. And I hope I have made it clear um, if you want to answer the question, why you haven't been able to create the same results you did in the very first time and how you can do it, it's simply about going after the protocol, going about the protocol the way it's laid out. You do not deviate from it and get sloppy or lazy with it. Um, you want to literally do, do exactly, literally take out the directions and follow it as if you've never done, you, you've done it for the very first time. You want to... Um, and you know, always make sure your water intake is half of your body weight, minimum. I mean, that way it's easy for you to calculate no matter how big, it, big you are. We say a gallon a day, but for someone who's, you know, who's, who's starting off with, you know, with 130 pounds, that may be too much. So half your body weight in, um, in water, in ounces of water a day, you want to follow the protocol. You want to use your measurements. It's worth getting. It doesn't matter what your body fat, what body fat percentage calculation system you use. If you're using a spreadsheet on the internet, or if you're buying one of those $19 things you handle, you, you hold in your hands. None of those stuff is accurate, really. But the point, it doesn't matter as long as you know where you're starting and when you end up. It lets you know that you're losing body fat and not muscle. And so, if you have a scale that does it, that's fine too. Any any mechanism that you use, as long as you're using the same exact mechanism throughout your entire round, it gives you accurate data. So I tell you that I used to say you just need the tape measure and you needed to do your body you know your, your body measurements and your and you weigh yourself every day, and that would be a um, that would give you the all you needed. But I'm adding now that body fat percentage for people that are doing multiple rounds or if you're in your second, third, or beyond round, if you don't know where you're starting with your body fat percentage and you don't know how much body fat you're losing, if you don't know how many inches you're losing and how many pounds you're losing, you may give up the protocol or throw out the baby with the bath water prematurely and never reach your goal that way. And it is just the one thing that I've, I've heard people say over and over and over again. The first question is, why am I not losing the same? They get into this disappointment mode where they go, you know, it's not really working this time. You know, I'm doing everything. I, I mean, what's the point? And then they end up 
quitting and, and they end up miserable because now the one thing they ever thought that, that worked for them, they suddenly have talked themselves into it that is no longer working for them. And it's the biggest disservice you can do yourself. And I'm telling you that this protocol is the most consistent thing I've ever seen in my life. With pe- with the thousands of people that I've talked to and walked through this protocol, and that I that it's not it's, there's no coincidence that every single person that does this protocol, especially for the first time, I tell them you're gonna call me in, within the first week and tell me you're just freaked out about how much weight you've lost and how is it possible that this how is it possible I lost ten pounds in one in one week? And some people how is it possible I lost ten pounds in two days? I mean, really, it just freaks them out and they go, why, why does it work that way? You know, it's funny. My my trainer just finished using phase three, doing great stabilizing. He, he went two two ounces over over his uh, two pound weight uh, in his phase three. He goes, I got to do a stay day. How big of a stay? I told him, hey, you know, do a one anything from one to two pounds is up to you. And then I text him, you know, the next day. I said, did the steak day work? He goes, yeah. Not only did it, did it work, it almost worked too well. I, I went I went a quarter pound below my two pound ratio. So not only did I lose what I gained, I lost the two pounds and then some. I mean, it works like clockwork. I mean, it's ridiculous how consistent this protocol suits up and shows up and produces results. And that's what I'm saying. My results are not bad results. They're just different results based on my body chemistry, my muscle mass, my body fat percentage that I'm dealing with this round versus what I started with. And if you don't know that and understand that, you're going to find yourself in a place where you're talking yourself into something that's really working for you and do, and, and working better than anything I can tell you, anything that exists on the market today. Anything. I could challenge anybody to come up with me and take two people with the same body fat percentage, the same weight to lose, and have me take, have me coach them, and you put them on some other diet plan and coach them in the same amount of days. And I can tell you that there's no way in hell that they would walk out even getting close to the amount of body fat percentage lost and amount of body pounds lost than the person that I'd be dealing with on this protocol. I, I I'll take that bet any day of the week. But any of these celebrity fat loss shows, any of them, spank them. Because there's nothing like it that works like this protocol. So anyway, that's my story. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm really excited to where, where I'm at at this point. I'm excited that I went through the trials and tribulations that I could share this stuff with you and and really kind of hopefully give you, you know, it's all about give people the truth and let them choose make their choices and give them, you know, it's like if you set yourself up as some special person that you get results better than anybody else on the planet and it only works for you, then what's the point? And the point is that we all have our challenges. We all have to go through certain things. But it's how you deal with them is what makes you different. And the fact that, you know what, I have the great support of my family. But, you know, I, I'm proud of myself for, you know, when when everyone in my family wanted to go to sushi and they're eating out. and they're ha- We had fight night here where people are having you know, chicken and hummus and candy and all kinds of crap. And I'm like, you know, like, hey, knock yourselves out. Because all I could think to myself was, 32, 32, 32 inches. I don't care if I can. The jeans, the jeans are a great plus, but I want the tape measure to freaking show the number. And until it shows the number, I'm not stopping because I know that that's where my body needs to go. And you can tell when you have, you still have a, you know, a layer of fat there to go. I know. So I know that until I hit that number 32, or, or it may even go lower than that, until my body actually, until, I, until the protocol does what it's supposed to do and it tells me stop, I'm not stopping. And I have, there's no shame in my game. If it takes me 60 days to get the body of my life, I'm okay with that because it's one day at a time, and every day gets me closer and closer to my goal. But I'm already at a point where I already feel 
better about how I look naked. And that's all that matters. You know what? It's how to feel good naked. That, that, you know, that was kind of the title of my book because that's what was important to me. You can't, the mirror doesn't lie. You can freaking turn any other angle you want. When you can catch yourself at an angle and it's not flattering, then guess what? That may not be that to me. That's when I say that, you know, that, that's when I want to feel good naked. When I, when I stand in front of the mirror and I'm like, damn, I look good, you know, then that's what, that's what inspires me. And everyone has their own, their own level of inspiration. And please don't let me tell you that what I expect of myself that I'm saying you should expect of yourself. I'm not, I'm not shooting on anybody. I'm saying for me, I know what makes me feel congruent, what makes me feel sexy and, and, and just, you know, in integrity with who I am and, and who I'm being and what my role is in life. And, um, and, and, and that's for me. And I, and I speak it because, you know what, I think if you hide, you're not telling the truth. So I like to tell people that, guess what, I'm not perfect, but guess what, I will, I'm, a, I'm probably the hardest worker I know because, I, I, you know, if I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. And that's why I tell it myself. That's why, that's why I tell thousands of people on the air and they have remained, you know, thousands of people are going to listen to this podcast and the one before that. I said, this is my last protocol. That puts on, every time I say it, it, it kind of makes me sweat a little bit. Because I get afraid. I go, well, are you sure you're going to be able to back your shit up? But you know what? <laughs> the point is that it doesn't matter. The point is that that's my, that is my power of intention, and I know I trust in my ability. I trust in the lifestyle that I live with my family. I, I, I trust in, 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 in the choices that I make. That I'm gonna that this is what this is what my life is gonna be and this is how I'm gonna be able to do that and and if I'm wrong I'll own it but if, as of today as of today that's where I'm at and 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 I think if you don't speak it into existence if you're not willing to make a commitment behind your word and you know take it to yourself then you're really not serious and I'm dead serious and that's why I was serious about this this round and I was serious about telling people I'm doing it just and it was no publicity stunt I mean I was kind of not really happy about I was kind of had to, I was torn about being kind of embarrassed or being on people saying, oh, you, you, it doesn't work for you either, dude. And you know what? I don't give a shit. I don't excuse my French. I mean, for me, you know what? I just know that if you just speak the truth to people and you tell them, tell them what's up and you show them that you're willing to walk your walk, then you can help them do the same thing. I think, you know what? If you're not willing to do that, then get out of the game. Anyway, so I'm done. If you guys want something to say, you got 37 minutes. You can open the line, have a conversation. We can talk. You can ask, ask a question. You can make a comment or not. But I gave myself 90 minutes because last time I did 60 minutes, people were upset with me <laughs> because I didn't give them enough time for Q&A. So you got, you got plenty of time for Q&A if you guys have questions. And like I said, there's no stupid questions or comments because everyone always learns something from someone asking a question or making a comment that maybe someone else just is not willing to, willing to, to say or do. So um, lines are open. You can press 1, put your hand up. Now, one person has your hand up. It may be because you were doing the sound check and you and you – kind of forgot to take it down. So I'm going to call on you, and if you have no question or comment, no, no worries to say you have no question or comment. But right now you have one hand up. So your number is 404-933. You're on the air. Hi. Um, I was actually wondering how do we go about picking the right protocol. This is my uh, second time on the protocol because I kind of slipped up the first time I lost uh, 60 pounds, and got in a relationship and got super happy and gained <laughs> a lot of weight back and now I'm doing it all over again. And um <laughs> I'm on a five hundred calorie program. But I also right. like to work out at the same time. Right. Well when you say the right protocol, um yeah, I, I don't want to claim a right or wrong protocol. I mean, we have a, our protocol is, is the I consider the advanced protocol because it's designed for people that want to work out. It's designed for athletic results. But the, when they say the five hundred 
calorie protocol. Our protocol is a true five, it's 550 calories minimum, and it goes up to 750 for the days that you're doing actual strength training, working out. But it's a true 500 calorie protocol. You know, that was one of the things that I discovered in my research and my experimenting was that when I did the original protocol and actually took those portions of having three and a half ounces or 100 grams of every single protein that was available and had the vet the one vegetable without being mixed and 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 I added and the and the two fruits today and I added everything up. Didn't matter what combination of food I put together, the the calories were below 500 calories, which is one thing that right. the one thing that Dr. Simeon's preferred it was the, it was the, that was the line that stopped your body from going into starvation. So, I think for a lot of us, when we, our body first first gets this protocol because of the ACG, the 500 calorie portions work because it worked for me. I lost a lot of weight first the first protocol, but when it comes to trying to sustain muscle mass and build muscle mass, that protein level is too small. So there is no right or wrong. There is just there's, it depends on what your goals want to be. If you're a person who wants to work out, if you're a person who wants to build lean muscle mass, which everyone should want to do because lean muscle mass is what's going to help you keep the weight off in phase four. I mean, that's that, that's the only thing in your body that burns calories is, is, in, in, such mass, in such massive numbers is lean muscle. Um, so if you want to do that, then I believe our protocol right now is the only one that, that it allows for that. There's other ones out there. I think there's an 800-calorie one out there, but I don't know what their combinations are for. I don't know if they're 800 calories, just 800 calories, or if they were you know, smart enough to actually figure out that I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't, I shouldn't say that smart enough. If they, if they figure it out, <laughs> if they figure it out that each protein has to be the, uh, measured out in a certain amount of calories and weight in order to reach, in order for them to meet the calorie restriction to make sure you don't ever go under 500 calories. And that's why a lot of people stall. Right. They don't realize that their combinations drop under 500 calories. Your body triggers the starvation mode. They're called the fight or flight. It goes, wait a minute, I'm starving, and it stops burning fat, and it starts holding on to fat, and that's why your scale bounces all over the place. If you're consistently giving your body the nutrients it needs, it'll consistently lose weight. It's just it's just that simple. So our protocol is is what we what we teach people, and uh, because I know it works, and I know how to fix it when it's not working for you, but I don't know if there's more than you know the original one out there, and then what other I don't know what other people do. I know doctors have doctors have a protocol they do, and they're they're close to you know 1,200 calories, and I think there's kind of more designed to keep in their you know the board of bariatrics what's considered a healthy diet, but also they they want to take the weight off a little bit slower for you. They want you coming back you know for the next six months to a year to drop the same 40 50 pounds that you could probably do in 40 50 60 days. So to answer right. your question, I'm a little biased. <laughs> But I do think that our protocol, so from what I've seen, has been the one that has produced a massive transformation where people actually not only look like they're thinner, but they look thinner and they look leaner and they look, they look fit, even though they're not athletes. And that's, I think, I think the majority of people probably want to look that way. Right, so, right, definitely. Yeah. So that's so my answer is that I think AC Body for Life is probably the best one. We, that, that's what we sell with our kids. That's our that's my book covers. Um, uh, and that's what, but like I said, I, I see that unless you live out of the country, most people after the first time are going to have a really hard time sustaining their weight loss on the original protocol. That's just my opinion. Um, and it has nothing to do with Dr. Simeon's at all. I think it's good. the man is brilliant. Obviously I wouldn't be here today without him. It's because our food quality has been so de- degraded and, and it's got so many hormones and chemicals put in the foods that when you think you're getting, you know, three and a half ounces of chicken, you're really not. I mean, it's, it's being weighted out with, with, uh, salt water and, and basically it's only really, you know, probably two and a half ounces of protein and the rest of it's just salt water, salt water weight. So it's just, it's just, I think it's better either, either really organic, hundred percent organic and you'll have better results or follow our protocol. 
Yes, definitely following the protocol. Appreciate that. And great job losing the 60 pounds. And I love how you said I got happy and gained some weight. You know, my my daughter went through that same thing. And I know she got happy, but she fell in love and was eating what her boy, the boyfriend was eating. And he was a pizza lover. And she, all of a sudden, yeah. you know, she went from you know, her, she ended up gaining like 20 pounds. And it seemed like overnight. And then obviously the race didn't work out. And here she's stuck now with 20. She was, well, she's not anymore. She lost it. But she was 20 pounds up and broken hearted. So, I you know, so love can so have, love can have a, a Huh? We're getting married in August. No, I didn't so say you said to get you rid happy. of that happy weight. Yeah, yeah, you said you got happy, which I, I love that how you said that you got happy. So, um, and I, we all do that. We get comfortable, and um, and and you know, we end up kind of just not realizing that we we're gaining weight. But I like to you're getting married, and and usually that's really good motivation for everyone to get try to, to be to look the best they, that they can look on their wedding day. So congratulations and good for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the comment and question. Appreciate it. All right, anybody else? You guys, the lines are, like, full, man. I, I can't even get you all on the screen, so I don't know why you're being shy. I mean, this is your time to ask the question or get the comment out and, and help somebody and help yourself. So here we go, 505-298. You're on the air. Yeah, I have a why you need to weigh or measure every day. If I weigh or measure every day, I um, – it distracts me. It's like the only reason I think that you need to weigh or measure every day is if you're going to change how you're doing it. So it helps me not to weigh and not to think about it and just do what I'm supposed to do and stay on track. Well, this the reason why it, I mean, you don't measure every day. You measure once a week because you need to know how many inches your body is losing and where where you're losing it. But the reason why, do you why need I weigh, to know that? I mean, because what if you're not losing it? You get discouraged. Okay, but the, this is not about psycho. This is not about your psychological feelings. It's about your facts. You, you, you know, without the right data, you, you basically don't know if what you're doing is working. And this is the thing: if you don't weigh yourself every day, then you don't know if the combinations of food you're like. You may think you're doing the right thing. I have people. I have people that swear to me that they're following this protocol to the T, and they are doing it exactly the way they were supposed to be done. And they send me over their food chart, and they've got things on there that aren't even – I don't know where they found them, okay? I mean, their their portions are completely off the track. You know, if you think you're doing it right and you're not, and you have no way of having any data that tells you you're not, then what happens is you continue to keep doing the same thing over and over again, and then you wake up 30 days later and you go, well, I lost 12 pounds or 11 pounds, and okay. And then you go, well, is that good? And how come everyone else is losing more? You know, it's, I understand that you know weighing yourself can be psychologically challenging for people. That, you know, the kind of you know all of a sudden the scale becomes your god. The point is, without the data, without you knowing how your body is responding to certain food combinations, there's certain things you'll eat that your body actually goes, "Wow, that was the perfect combination," and you drop a pound and a half. And then there's certain things you can eat where your body doesn't lose any weight, or you gain. It could be the right food, the right food combination, but for you, your blood type, your body. It's not working. And without you knowing, because you're not weighing yourself at all, you're just kind of just going by your clothes and by how you fit, you'll, you'll end up basically not getting the maximum results you can get. And that's, and that's my opinion. I've coached 3,000 people. And going, there's, only, there's, there's only rare occasions where I tell people to, to, to get off the scale, and that's when they have an unhealthy relationship with the scale, where the scale literally will shift their mood for the entire day. If they get on the scale and they, and they lost a pound, they are like on crack. 
They're, they're like, you know, manic. And if they've gained a pound, they're in a massive depression. People that have that kind of a relationship with the scale, I finally say, look, you know, that's not working. Let's just use let's just use measurement or let's just use body body fat percentage because you have, you have to have, I have to have some data in order to tell you if you help to help you. So Okay, but what that, if you're like I started eating a lot of salt when I was on the protocol and I would which is okay, right? But obviously with salt you're retaining a lot of water. Okay. So why if I weigh it's probably water weight, so it doesn't really give me an accurate picture. So what's the point? Well, there's. I would say. I would say to you, you know, why would you want to take anything that's going to least to going to least give you a, a skewed answer? So you go, it's probably water weight. So cause that that kind of that kind of gives you a reason to not take responsibility for what it could or could not be. My thing is that if you know if you know salt causes water weight, and yeah, really but you're going to lose it. It's not fat. So what difference does it make? I mean, you're going to lose the if you if you're eating salt, you know you're going to get you're not going to lose and the scale's not going to show up. But you, I can tell I'm still losing inches. I've done this several times now, okay. and so I'm losing what I need to lose, and I know the water weight will come off. So what difference does it make? You know what? For you, it makes no difference. And I, and if that works for you, then I say hallelujah, it works for you. And if you get if that helps you get to where you got to go, and that works for you, then then I'm not going to tell you that you're crazy. I'm going to say that works for you. But I'm saying for the majority of people that I've coached through this this protocol, and for myself, not having doing this protocol without not, without having any data is is really not following the protocol. And bottom line is that it wasn't my idea to say you need to weigh yourself every day for the rest of your life. That was that was the original founder and creator of this protocol. So if you feel that your method is better than his method and my method, then you're you're entitled to it. I totally, totally support you. I'm just saying that there's a reason why you need to have some data because ultimately you really don't know what your body's done and what it doesn't done because we can, our minds and our eyeballs can fool ourselves. I had kind of spent the first part of this conversation telling you that, you know what, I could, I could have, I still fit in my jeans that said they were 32-inch jeans, but my waist was still 34, 35. Technically, I was squeezing, you know, technically the, the jeans aren't really 32 inches. And if that's okay with you because you can fit into them and it doesn't matter because the, the, it doesn't matter if you really are what you think you are and it's, you're allowed, you can fool yourself, then that's okay. That's totally okay. I totally get where you're coming from. But my thing is for me that I will never tell somebody that it doesn't matter because I do. I believe it does matter. I believe that the data tells you exactly if you're moving in the right direction. And if you, if you, every other day you're going, well, it's water because I had salt, and then, but the water went down so I didn't have salt, and you're still in the same place over and over again, it's just to me it would be more frustrating. But I get it works for you. So good for you. Good. Good for you. I appreciate the comment. Thank you. Uh, did you have anything else to add? Hello? Okay. Well, that sparked some other hands. They're just flying up here. 843467. You're on the air. Hey, Colin. Hey. Hey, not to start up nothing, but my question to the lady that, that came in before you kept saying what matter doesn't make, what matter doesn't make. She said something in her comment where she said she'd done this protocol several times. So my question to her is if it doesn't matter, why does she have to keep doing this protocol? So weighing um, does matter because it helps you get the results. The first time. Anyway, my question to you is, is it okay to lose weight on people? Do you really need to stay in the two-pound, you know, up or down? In you mean a stable, stabilizing? Yeah, you, know, so you need to yeah. stay in the two-pound in, in phase three, so it's not just losing weight in phase three? 
Well, you know, there's two answers to that question, and I and I've answered it differently depending on where you are. And 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 I'd if you're a person that had, um, you know, you have 100 pounds to lose, and you're at 50 pound goal, and you you still know you have another round to do to get to your 50 pounds, you know, is stabilizing and, and it, as important. And I, and I said it's important because I, I remember weight set points. Our bodies our body remembers where we calibrated. And so what happens is as you try to reach your next level and get to your goal weight, if your body still – all it remembers is that you left 180 pounds and, and you're now at 150 or whatever and you're 140 and you're you're trying to get down to 120. And, and even though the math is not right, but you get my point. The point is yeah. that your body still it has it has, has a dual message. It's, it's kind of going, okay, well, I remember 180, but she's trying to get me to want to go down. So I don't think the ride down is as smooth as it would be as if your body feels it's calibrated at 140. That's the new ceiling, and now it can comfortably go down. But is it intently? I mean, is it something that someone should go go crazy about? Like it's like if I have clients that are looking, they're saying, "Look, you know what? I, you know, I'm dropping below the two pound. I'm dropping below that two pound ratio, and I have to keep eating a whole bunch of food to stay there." I tell them, you know, if, knowing that I have more weight to lose. Not don't obsess over it. You know, increase your calories. Try to try to get back into that range, but don't you know don't let it bounce all over the place. But in your last in your round that you're going to to get to the to get to the body of your life, you want to make sure the ceiling is the ceiling. You want to make sure that wherever you're at is that your body doesn't doesn't want to ever go back past that point. And that's why it's important for future weight gain. If you ever get start to gain gain weight back, guess what? There's a reason why my body always went to maybe 15 pounds max. It was like, you know what, because it, it, it was calibrated there. It wasn't calibrated at the 247 pounds or 237 pounds I was when I started. And so that's it made it easier for me to kind of go, okay, well, this is it's, it's, it's stopping here, but I don't like being here. Let's go back and drop to 15, 20 pounds. So mm-hmm. I think it's really important that you, that you try to stabilize because you really that's the only way your body can, can really get an opportunity over those 21 days to go, this is where I belong now versus where you left. You know, yeah. but if you have another journey, if you still have more weight to lose, considerably more weight to lose, don't obsess over it, but try to do the best yes. you can. Does I that have make a sense? lot, like over 150 plus, actually, yeah. Um, yeah. to lose. So, yeah, I was trying to say, I felt like a lot of people that are really, really heavy, they um tend to lose a lot in T3 versus someone who's kind of closer to, they kind of stabilize in that two, you know, that two-pound range. Right. But I know right. for people that have a lot to lose, like you said, they, they normally um, lose it. So, and you said for someone that weighs a lot, that has maybe 100 to 200 pounds to lose, it's okay to continue, even though it's RX, to keep going after the four to the six weeks to maybe do, you know, if you can handle an eight week, 12 week round yeah, or something like that. Yeah, if you're not getting, di- you know, I call it dieters fatigue. I got to tell you guys, I literally have not found anybody that's had a textbook definition of an immunity to ATG. I mean, I haven't. And I, and I, I believe that it's possible. I just can't say, guess what, there is an immunity because George had it or Susie had it. So my mm-hmm. thing is is that that's the biggest concern, that that, that you would get an immunity to, the, to it and then it would stop working for you and you'd have to wait a longer period of time in between to ever start another round in order for your body to adjust or, cal- or work for it to work. So if your body's still losing weight and you're still in the zone and you're mentally not fatigued from the diet process, the best thing you can do for yourself to get it is get as much weight off as you can. Um, because as this conversation tells you, it does become subsequently more challenging to do, and it, it's different. It, it's a lot different, a lot different weight loss. And if you're not really strong of mind, you can mind, you know, you can definitely mind screw yourself for a long time. <laughs> so um, 
you definitely want to try and, and, and extend the round if you can, because I'm telling you, when you're in the zone, there's nothing more powerful than being in the zone, being mentally, physically motivated, and just in that space where you're ready. And I tell people, don't even bother starting this thing until, unless you're ready, because it's no cakewalk, and, and it really is going to kind of get frustrate you. But when you are ready, you know when you're ready, because nothing bothers you. It doesn't matter if your boyfriend or your kids are eating ice cream in front of you. It's like, I don't care. I don't want it. I'm, I'm doing so well on this protocol. It just, I, I don't, nothing's getting in my way. That's a very powerful place to be. And if you can be that place and in that space, uh, I, I take as much success as you can get. Okay? I think you dropped your your line dropped, but next caller. I hope I, if you if you guys have asked a question on here, put your hand down because it starts to blur. Because now they're all lit up, and I can't tell by the number if in fact it's the same person or not. So thank you. Um, seven two seven four eight one. You're on the air. Seven two seven four eight one. Okay. I'll come back to you if you realize that was your number. Four one five five two five seven two. Hi, Colin. This is KJ Kimberly. Hey, KJ Kimberly. How you doing? I'm My superstar super in car. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question for you today. I am guiding my cousin Annie on her second round, yeah. and because she's been eating healthy, she wants to know: Can she eat healthy fats for her low days? Yes. You know what? I, I get you know in my book I made a big deal. I didn't realize I made a big deal, but I did make a big deal um, out of loading on healthy fats instead of. And it was kind of talking about diabetics and what have you. But I get a lot of questions about why. You, one is that one thing you say use all the sugar and fats you can get, and the other one you say use healthy fats. You know what? It's a personal choice or a health choice. I mean, if obviously if there's someone who's a full-blown diabetic doing a protocol, I'm not going to tell them to make themselves completely sick consuming tons of sugar. But you'll still get your bottom line is that yes, you can healthy anything that's 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 so high in calories your body cannot process it and it's got its four stores fat will work. Um so if you want to give me do some examples. Peanut butter, nuts, avocados, um um any kind of legumes and stuff like that. I mean be, be, you can kill yourself on you know, peanut butter and 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 oils. You know, um, okay. you know, making proteins. I had a you know a client I was talking to the other day. She goes, I thought I put a, I put a, a tablespoon and a half of coconut oil in my shake. I'm like, is that what you're supposed to be? I'm like, no, it's two teaspoons. So I mean, but you know, it tastes great putting coconut oil. I mean, coconut oil. I mean, so there's you can cook with it. You can find. I mean, there are tons of them. I can't even think of all the ones at the top of my head. But um, ultimately, they will they will be in um, what they call the healthy fats categories. And most of them are like I said, nuts and nuts. Avocados, um, cheese. I mean, dairy products. Um, okay. Yeah, I mean, basically, they're not processed and it's not sugar. You know, what I'm saying it's not refined okay. sugars, um, but they're so high in calorie. And usually, right. that's where you, that's where you're going to find them. And, and, and usually, those combinations, you can you can rack up some pretty a pretty high calorie count just with those things I I named off. Great. All right, we will pick we will pick out in a good way. Yeah, I mean, pick out pick out in a good way. I mean, ultimately, <laughs> ultimately you, you you kind of you're still going to feel lousy once you're still swollen, but you won't feel as swollen and, and as bloated because of the carbs and the sugar and the water. You know, the water weight will be different with the healthy fats. But the bottom line is that you want to gain, force your body to gain. You won't. You'll find that. Um, you know, the funny thing is, I find that I actually gain less weight with sugar than I do with healthy fats. Okay, yeah. now when she's on this program, this time she's doing sublingual. 
Yeah. Do you think with the healthy loading and the sublingual, she will still be successful? Yeah. I mean, ultimately, the AC, once the AC, as long as you're forcing your body to store fat and you're showing that you're showing that by gaining weight um, over those two days, sublingually, it's, it's, it's still, as long as you're doing it with the AC in your system, it, it's still going to find the signal where you store your fat and know where to pull it from. You know, it's like okay. I did both the, the injections and the drops, and I, I can tell you that my opinion is somewhat skewed because I did the injections first. And once you've had the convenience of the injections, you know, the sublingual just seems like a whole lot of unnecessary work. But if you've never right. done if you've never done it either way, if, you don't, if this is the first time doing it, then it's just your way of doing it and you don't know any better. Then the sublingual, you know, it, 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 as far as hunger is concerned, it still does it feels the same. As far as energy, it still feels the same. Trust me, it was just inconvenient. That was the only thing. It was inconvenient. So because right. I did it one way before that. So, yeah, I mean, results, I mean, I have pictures from people who have done them with shots and, and people done them with injections, and the results are results. You can't tell the difference. They, they both look great. So Beautiful. Thank you. Have a blessed night. Well, you too, and thanks for thanks for checking in. At least you, you, you're here sometimes, but you're quiet, so I'm glad you actually decided to say something. So I appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right, you. bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. Thank you. You guys need to listen to If you haven't heard Kim's show, you should listen to the one I had as a guest. She had so many great tips for not only Phase 2, but uh, stabilizing in Phase 3. And some of the stuff, like we live on the protein bars that she sent me, samples of. I mean, those things are in our house as a staple now, the Quest bars with Stevia. And now they actually use um, uh, either xylitol or, or another another um, natural sweetener that's not artificial. And they're great. Great tasting. I mean, they literally take the plate. I mean, they got, what, um, cinnamon roll and lemon and cho- I don't really care for the chocolate peanut butter, but um, my wife just said she just got, uh, it tastes like a banana banana bread or something like that. Really, really good. Now, I'm not saying these are phase two stuff. These are phase, basically phase three in life and just phase four life um, protein. But even though there's no sugar in them, I just, you know, I don't want people to get crazy with, you know, using artificial foods um, or, you know, Food supplements, replacement supplements instead of real food on phase two. So stick with the stick with the real deal. But they're definitely great for phase four life and phase three. Um, let's see. Put your hand down, please, if you asked your question. Five zero five two nine eight. You're on the air. Oh, that's me again. I was the one talking about the salt, um, yeah. and I don't know how to get off. Uh, oh, just, I just, one, just press one one on your phone again, and I'll put your hand down. And like I said, you know what? I think I think I appreciate you making your comment and 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 having your belief system because everyone everyone has a system everyone has something that works for them and so just know that I'm not poo-pooing you in any way form or fashion I just have a different opinion but I I think if it works for you then I I'm all for it. anything that gets you to where you got to go is is all right with me. It just seems like if I weigh every day I get frustrated and if I just do what I just follow the protocol exactly then it, I you know it seems like it goes faster I don't. I'm tied to the, you know. So yeah. Let me ask you something. If you were, if you weighed every day and you were you were dropping a half a pound or a pound a day, would you be frustrated? Well, yeah, but it is. It when I did it no. the first. Would you be time frustrated? I, yeah. Well, it wasn't because um, it wasn't consistent. I mean, sometimes it'd do it, sometimes it wouldn't, and but but the overall loss was the same. So I thought, why am I putting myself through this every day when the overall? I, I get it. I totally get it because I, you know what, it, it it can be very mentally challenging to to deal with the scale and have it not move in the in the whatever direction and and you think you're doing everything you're supposed to be doing and, and so I get that and if that works if that keeps you on protocol and you get to your results and get to where you want to go, 
I'm okay with it. I just said from 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 a coach's point of view, I'm not going to recommend. I only I only recommend that to my my extreme clients that I know have what I consider an unhealthy relationship with the scale. Uh, other than that, I mean, I tell them data in, data out. If, if you have garbage data in, you can have garbage data out. If it works for you, then God bless you, and I'm out, and I'm all for it. I have I have another quick question. Um, sure. I, when I've gone off of it and I'm sort of in the maintenance before I do it again, mm-hmm. I've been doing low carb. Mm-hmm. And and it seems like I I it, it the, my scale says I haven't uh, gained any processing, which is okay. I can feel the is coming back, and I don't know what's going on because of low carb. Like when you see the fat are worse than sugar, and I've wondered if even though it's low carb, it's high fat. Well, I mean, it's 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 not one without the other. So you can you can't have if you have a low carb, are you having a high protein? I mean, the point is you can't have just low carbs and and not not enough protein and not enough fats. I mean, the point is it is a balanced diet, um, and one without the other still doesn't make it any better. So my thing is, are you are you weighing yourself every day in phase three? That doesn't really drive you crazy in phase three. Um, if you're not, gonna, if you're not weighing no, yourself, no, I don't do you, know. I mean, I I. You know, for year, I mean, for years and years, I stabilized my weight, but I would count every calorie, and I was a runner. And so, I input was I measured, but I didn't measure the scale because the scale was inaccurate, while the calories and running wasn't. Okay, so, so you basically just, you knew if you had so many calories, but you ran and you had net calories, and your net calories was below your BMR, you knew you were fine. Is that how you did it? Right, and so I I wasn't. It wasn't. I was just using different data than the scale because I just learned not to trust the scale. Got it. Got it. Got it. I got it. That it would just go up and down. So, so that's why I kind of resist um, doing it every day. But I. But part of it is because I'm trying to relearn this. Right. And and the whole weight came because I was I'm older and I had I guess something I had an injury so. I couldn't run. Um. So I'm having some of this. I'm thinking I don't. Want to completely give up what worked before um, because it worked for years and years and years, and I was and it I was thin and I was <laughs> right. Well, I got to tell you what what as we change and as our bodies change, the way we eat has to change. It's no way the way we ate you know, the way we eat, ate in our twenties and our thirties and the foods we did or the things we did to maintain our weight. It is not uncommon that they no longer work in our 40s and our 50s. So you do have to change. You have to change with the times, the sign of the times. So you have to try different things to see what works for you. What works for you now, because what works for you then may not work at all. And so that's why I never stay stuck in the, in the same thing. That's why I'm constantly always trying to evolve and educate myself and try different things because I know my body is changing and, and, and what worked years ago doesn't work. I mean, if I if I had the same, you know, metabolism I had when I was 16 and 18 where I could eat Wonder Bread by by the loaves and never gain an ounce, I wouldn't – I don't think I'd be having this conversation. <laughs> so, I mean, we have to change. We have to evolve. But I, I think you say – when you say low-carb, it all – I, I ask you, what about the rest of the diet plan? Like the, I'm talking low-carb like I eat 66. Carbs a day, but I have protein and stuff, and I eat I have healthy stuff. It's nuts right. and all that. I mean, I, you know, I it's not right. But, but I think if it's not, I if can, you're, if you're I feeling, can feel the inches coming back on my body, even though right. the scale's changing. Right. 
what's you know, and the thing is, if you're if you're if the weights, if your body weight's not changing, that means your your muscle mass must be changing. That means you get you feeling the weight. The answer's come back. That means you're losing muscle mass. So obviously, something that either you're you're still not taking enough protein in, and and low carb is not necessarily may not work for you. It's, it's you may want to start changing your carb to protein to fat ratio differently throughout. You know, do one week where you change it and, and you get the data. And that's why I say data is gonna. The only thing you can know what works for you is that you got to have some sort of data system. You got to be willing right. to do some sort of data system. And if you're doing low carb and you're feeling the weight come back, then it's not working for you. So you want to figure out, okay, well maybe I need to have higher carbs, but different type of carbs. And you know maybe I need the low glycemic carbs, higher protein, and and another percentage of fat. And some people break it up. You know they do forty percent protein and twenty percent carbs and you know thirty percent you know fats. And they try that, and then they go, okay, well, and you see how that works for you for a week. If your body, if your weight maintains, but you also don't feel that bloating or that or that water weight coming, as you're saying, you feel like you're you're, you're gaining, but you're not gaining on the scale. Then you go, oh, this combination works. You have to be willing to to kind of change and experiment and play with stuff until you find out what works for you. Just like you find out that you know not getting on the scale every day works for you. So if you're feeling your if you're feeling your if you're that sensitive to yourself and you're feeling your weight coming back even though it's not showing up on the scale. Um, as readily, then you need to change the combinations of how you're putting the foods in it. Because a low-carb thing, it may work for you five years ago or two years ago. It's not working today. Yeah, okay. Okay? Thanks. Thank you. Appreciate it. Huh? All right. I think we're pretty much it, guys. That was, um, I don't know, Kim, is that still you? If your hand's up or you still have a comment. Is that you, 415-572? All right, one last one popped up. Three one two eight five four. You got six minutes. Hey, I'm sorry I'm late. Um, this is Leah from um, Louisiana. Leah. Um, um, how are you? I'm doing well. Uh, I finally had that surgery on that tooth. Oh, good. <laughs> and. Um, All right, off, the, um, off the antibiotics. Off the antibiotics. Um, I experienced some weird, weird stuff though. Um, I went from. My standing weight of 204.6 for like mm-hmm. nine days. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden I dropped down to 199, and then I went straight back up to 204. And I've been stuck there for two days. Okay, but how long have you been off the antibiotics? Uh, Maybe three days. Yeah, I mean, you got to, that's got to completely get out of your system, too. Um, you know, I, I would definitely. You kind of have to detox. You have to understand that, you know, the antibiotics and the infection and the two, all that stuff, when your body's under duress, it's got all kinds of hormonal things going on in order to try and combat that to, to level off your your your, your hormones and, your, and to basically to fix this problem. And it's really hard to try and force your body to do anything else other than, than what it needs to do. Uh, I would think that you probably have a we'd probably have a better conversation a week from now after you've been off the antibiotics for more than a week. And you've been okay. eating the, eating the same consistent diet. You need to flush your system out. So you've got to make sure that your water intake is consistently half your body weight or, or a little more. Um, people don't realize that water is the thermogenic. The more water you drink, the more your body has to cool that and, I mean, actually warm it up. To, and it actually helps you burn more fat. And, you know, people knew that. They'd probably drink more of it. So, I mean, you really need to flush out your system and help your body detox all that stuff, all the antibiotics. Antibiotics is probably the one drug that seems to do the most about stalling weight on this protocol. Most medication we can kind of get away with, but that one and prednisone and hormone, I mean, uh, uh, things that are um, 
uh, what you call quarter quarter steroid quarter quarters I can't pronounce it but quarter steroids these things seem to really him you know uh, uh, inhibit weight loss while you're on this protocol so I would definitely flush the system and then come back a week from now and let's see if your numbers have changed because that's not I'm not shocked by that. Okay. You say dropped and then you went back up because and, and now that now there's sure there's some other factors. If you want, if you email me your menu of what you've been eating over the last week, I can look and look at that quickly and tell you that there are other reasons why that may be happening. But I think a lot's happening because your body's just been going through a lot of duress. Okay. okay. All right. Oh, all right. My next question is: I don't have to. I mean. Quit the. Uh, I can just keep keep going with the protocol as long as I need to. I don't have to like in in the old protocol. You had to stop for right. so many weeks and then restart again. Yeah, we had that question earlier tonight, and and the thing is, is that the original protocol, the Dr. Simmons felt that people did if they did more than forty three days in a round and stayed on, they would have an immunity to it. It would stop being effective. They would have to wait a long time that for you know six to eight weeks. Sometimes twelve weeks in order to start again. Otherwise, your body would be immune to it. I, like I said, I haven't found anybody. I mean, I've literally coached well over three thousand people over the last five years. I haven't found anyone that's actually had a textbook immunity to ACG. I think if your momentum is there, you're still in the zone. You're still losing weight. Your body's still responding. There's, there's you have all these indicators that your body's everything but immune to ACG. Then I would continue to go and reach my goal as quickly as I, you know, as quickly as I can, because this show is about. How, the, how challenging it is subsequently trying to continue to lose weight in multiple rounds. So I would definitely try and stay on it for at least, I mean, if you hit 120 days and, and you're, I would t- tell you, I would just tell you to force you to take a break and go into phase three, just so I don't, so you don't get sick of the whole process. But I've had people go 120 days. I've lost 80 something pounds. I mean, and, and they, if you ask them today, would you do it again? I'm like, man, I would, I wouldn't, I would not want to have to do this over and over again to get to that goal. So I was glad that I was able to do it all in one shot um, versus multiple, multiple rounds. I think you lose your momentum when you have to go off it and wait and go into phase four, gain back some weight, and start over again. You're kind of you're losing the same weight over and over again. So, or portion of it anyway. Okay. All right. All right, we're down to our last minute, so I got to cut you that cut you off. But thank you for joining the call and asking your question. I'm glad that you're healing. And that you'll be better. So yeah, mail me your protein. I mean your food chart, and, and let's see how you do over the next week, and then we'll we'll go from there. Okay. Okay. Thanks so much. All right, guys. Bye. Thanks so much for being here. I hope you learned something about this. You know this protocol, and and it's all in all of its splendor and wonder. And that I'm just happy to report that even though it's taken longer for me to get to my final destination, the fact is my final destination is completely in sight. I mean, really within days of being in completely in sight. Yeah. It's a very inspirational moment, and you think you think that I've stopped being inspired after almost five and a half, six years of doing this, um, but I still get excited and inspired because I learn new things, and I experience new things, and I had to experience what I experienced so I could come and share it with you guys and hopefully help you stay in your protocols and get the success you so rightfully deserve. Because I'm telling you, nothing, nothing, nothing. No, there's no food tastes as good as sexy feels. Bottom line. And, and, uh, and I hope you get to experience that. All right, guys, I got to go. Love you bunches. Thanks for being here. We'll talk to you soon. I'm going to play on some music and put on some Kanye. And uh, we'll see you next time. Take care. God bless. We at war. We at war with terrorism. Racism. 
most of all, we are all ourselves. God, show me a way because the devil's trying to break me down. Know what the Midwest is, young and restless, and restless. Nigga. Might snatch your necklace, the next day. Might jack your Lexus. Somebody tell you who Kanye West is. I walk through the valley of the shower, death is. Top floor, if you alone, I leave you breathless. <gasps> Try to catch it, it's kind of hard getting choked by the Texas. Yeah, yeah, that check the message. They be asking us questions, harassing, arresting. Saying we eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast, huh? Y'all eat pieces of shit? What's the base? We ain't going nowhere but got suits and cases.